0: You're listening to another network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business.
1: Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneur's Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host and Marie Cross.
0: And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 126, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says better is possible, and he's going to show us how with uh, the strategies and information he's going to share. Now, joining me on today's show is James Lutter. Now, James, I forgot to ask you, how do you pre- present or pronounce your surname? Is that correct?
1: It's pretty close. Uh, it's actually
0: Luder. Luter. there you go, and I'll give it with a with a U.S. accent too, James Luder. Great. James is a certified life coach, a military spouse, and Navy veteran, and he recently founded Devoted Life Coaching LLC to to fulfill his calling in life. Now, the mission of James's business is to help others find their purpose so that they can reach higher levels of success. In their personal or their professional lives. Now, James' background consists of being a former US Navy firefighter federal government employee, a licensed minister and housing management supervisor. Now on today's show, James is going to share that he's learned that it is hard to find true and sustainable success in life if you don't know who you are as a person. He's also going to talk about how he has learned that God's gifts will make room for us. With patience and diligence, you will be elevated if you do not waver or give up. And he's also going to talk about how God does not disown us because we have made mistakes. Welcome to the show, James.
1: Thanks for having me, Anne Marie. I'm really excited to be a part of your show.
0: Oh, look, it's wonderful, and we've got the technology working as we mentioned uh, <laughs> before we press live and uh, record. There's been a couple of uh, guests today that we haven't been able to stream, but it just allows us to to get that message out there in a you know in a bigger way. And I think what you want to talk about today is so important because so many people uh, go through life and even in business not really tapping into and fulfilling their full potential. And as we know with uh, God on our side, when we lean into him, nothing is impossible. Every chain is breakable. I love that song. Uh, And uh, you certainly will be talking more about this. You've had a diverse background.
1: (laughs) Very, very diverse background. Uh, Being a military spouse, uh, my wife's been active duty a little bit, almost 26 years now. And for us, we've been married 18 of those 26 years and i was a prior navy uh, firefighter so we move almost every three years so that that changes my career path a lot yes. so it's been an exciting journey that's yeah. for sure
0: yeah i think also too now with technology uh and so many of the new tools that allow us to work from anywhere we really can be mobile In our business that uh, we find that we can tap into those tools have you found now with a lot of technology that you're able to take your client base with you because you're still able to work with them
1: yes this has been the greatest uh, time for me because for the first time in years I'm able to build something that I can take with me yes when I was in the federal government I would change careers over and over again Mm. Depends on what city I'm I'm in or which country I'm living in at the time. So yeah. I'm really excited to be able to build something now that can last and I can take with me wherever I go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love uh, the fact that you've got such diverse strengths and, and talents and, and experience that you've uh, generated over the years and in your involvements. And I think now you've been able to encapsulate all of that as you are now working as a life coach. I'd love to to just hear your feedback on what what, uh, led you or guided you to take all of that experience and then say, you know what, now I want to to become a life coach. Was it something that you were led to do or something that uh, was mentioned to you? How did that uh, come out for you that you decided this is really where I want to be now?
1: Yes, uh, it's a pretty long story because it started early in the 90s, but uh, to shorten it up when I, when I came out of the service my mom had a community club called devoted women mm-hmm. and their mission was going out uh helping the elderly and the sick in the community to feel welcomed and feel uh, appreciated through their tough times mm-hmm. and that was my first glimpse into looking at uh, uh service as as a as a part of my life mm-hmm. So uh, around 2000 is when I moved to Sicily and everything of, that I was trying to do in my own strength just crumbled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was running into roadblocks after the roadblock and God really blessed me to uh, come back to him so he could show me my path. And mm-hmm. that's when I started the journey. It was around early 2000 is when God really started dealing with me of who I am as a person and what I have to offer. Mm-hmm. So becoming a life coach wasn't something I was aware of at the time mm-hmm. or uh, really pursuing. I was trying to find a way to serve as many people as possible with the gifts and talent that I had. Yes. And fast forward to uh, 2011, 2012, somewhere in that time frame, Mm -hmm. Uh, I moved back to America. I was, I was living in Florida and they told me I needed, I need a bachelor's degree to, to, uh, be eligible for jobs in the area. And at Mm -hmm. the time I only had a two year degree. Mm -hmm. So I figured if I'm going to do a degree, uh, I'm going to do something I want to do. So Mm -hmm. I went to a Christian, uh, university and I studied psychology, which is something I was very interested in. Mm-hmm. and that psychology program offered life coaching and I was like wow this is something I never heard of you know it was it was very new to me yeah. so I pursued it and I did well in it and uh, it was something that I used throughout my career how to be a great supervisor and how to help mm-hmm. others through their, uh, their difficulties and uh, it just all came together so mm-hmm. from 90, 1999 until 2017 uh, a whole lot of things were happening to get me to this point. Yes. And uh, I was sort of on track with it, but not really sure yeah. how it was going to all play and come together. So it's been a great journey.
0: Yes. I love the way that you have painted that picture so succinctly, because I think sometimes as you look back, you can really see God's direction and God leading you down the path. At the time, I think for many of us who are yes. maybe even working that journey, it can there can be a lot of... Um, confusion and doubt going up there, creeping around there. And I imagine that up through that time, uh, leaning in to to his word, and I'll certainly get you to share more about that, really saw you through. What would you say to someone then that maybe is in the season of their life where they are? Uh, still, really pinpointing and getting even more clarity around what it is that they want to do. Because what you've done is you didn't even realize that the skills that were developing in you and the strength, there was a job or a role that was there. You just no. hadn't <laughs> defined what that is yet, you know, like the, the title. And so often we look for that title first, whereas actual fact, yes. develop the skills and strengths and that often it will appear. So, what would you say to that person who's going through that season now?
1: I would just say just continue to follow uh the for me it was like a urge Mm -hmm. you know god was urging me to do certain things and reluctantly as times i wouldn't do it and sometimes i got pushed for it so Mm -hmm. uh, the more you 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 work with god's calling the easier it will become not saying that it won't be difficult but things will flow a lot smoother and I just encourage, you know, if you have that desire in you and you think God is calling you to do something, just just keep taking the initial steps that you can take. Mm -hmm. And if it's not the timing right now, God will he will stop you. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: One of the things I'd love to to hear your feedback, James, on some of the things that uh, God revealed to you as a person. It's kind of like, you know, when you say a prayer and you ask God, I'll give you the example of patience. You say, please, Lord, give me patience. Sometimes we just go <laughs> oh, tough... like this, but it's through experiences and the waiting and the waiting that you develop that muscle of patience and for yes. uh, you know people who are ambitious you know we want to achieve goals and have dreams and everything when we're in that waiting season it can be really difficult so i wonder what are some of the greatest insights that you learned about yourself uh, that now you can really see is a key foundation that for yourself for your personal growth but also maybe too that you're modeling now for your clients
1: yes uh, i found it very important to know who you are as a person uh, you know, when you strip away all the titles, all the different things you may have done in the past that made you feel good, when you, you know, put all that to the side and really understand who you are as a person, that, that will allow you to make the best decisions possible. Mm-hmm. And for me at the time, when I became stripped away from all my titles, uh, I was a firefighter yeah. and uh, I was doing okay for myself. And then I become married. I become a military spouse. and I can't do my job no more. Mm. So now what do I do? <laughs> you know, that's that's what I was trained in. I was trained in, in the military and I was also trained through my state back in Mississippi. So mm. uh, I was a completely lost person. Mm. And that's what I encourage people to do. Step back and just really take the time to know who you are as a person. And that will allow you to deal with the different trials that come your way because like you were saying, we all are goal oriented. We want different things and, mm-hmm. and, and we want it to happen now most of the time. But uh, a lot of times those goals are tied to other people's opinion mm-hmm. or what you may think someone would think of you if you achieve those certain goals. So yes. when you're operating in your own time, your own place of peace, uh, your own self-awareness, you're able to kind of step back and say, oh, okay, the, it just ain't time for me right now, Lord, but I know you got something great for me. So yes. uh, like I say, it's not easy, no. but it's a better road to travel yeah. <laughs> when oh. you are only in competition with yourself. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I love that you've said that. And I think especially too, I mean, I, I think, there's certain qualities and characteristics, if you will. You know, if we look at men and women and I think, you know, uh, one of the things, and I've mentioned it previously, um, my background is in the career industry and I one of the things that I had to study was around the, the aspect of job loss. And particularly, I think, when men, uh, if I compare, and, and I am generalizing, so it's not for, you know, that women can't experience this at all. But I think that sometimes men really put their identity in the role, and as you said, in that job title, providing for the family and things like that. And when that's stripped yes. away um, without them really feeling in control, sometimes it can be hard to even express what it is that uh, they're feeling, let let alone work through that so I think sometimes it's great to have... Because I think if you now, being that you've gone through that, sometimes we, we, we develop, a, if you will, a deeper sense of compassion and empathy to be able to help someone else through that, through our own experience. Not that we can't help, but I guess you've got a, a, a greater awareness now, particularly to help others who are in that season of their life where they think, well, my identity, my titles, as you know the, the education that I have, that no, is no longer relevant. And as we know, yes. we live in a changing world where one day you can wake up and no longer have a role. Um, it, it, that kind of thing it really can uh, impact uh, self esteem, self confidence. When you ask, you know, who am I? Yes,
1: yes, yes. It can be very difficult. Uh, like I say, for me initially, yes, it felt like it felt like everything was over for me. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that was my first time since graduating high school that I just didn't know what was next you know Uh, so it was very it was very it was a very dark time for me Mm -hmm. and during that time that's when God really showed himself to be true yes and I just I just learned to trust him you know Mm -hmm. I I, I understood who I was as a person you know I can't compete with this person or that person I just have to deal with me Mm -hmm. and that that allowed me to uh go through these transitions which is quite often yes. <laughs> i go through them pretty regularly uh but you you understand that it's like a cycle yeah you know you're going to have a moment where it's going to be a little tough it's going to be a little you know a little difficult mm-hmm. and then you get to the point where it's extreme highs mm-hmm. and then you know in the back of your mind oh wow it's going to come again yeah. so that's kind of the military role um When when you're moving from state to state, country to country, every three, three to four years, you know, Mm. whatever I'm doing now, I can't do it at the next location. So it's a constant cycle that I don't think I could handle it had I not uh, allowed God back into my life back in 99. Mm. So uh, it's it's just a huge blessing Mm. to, to know who you are. Have that have that firm foundation. Yes, uh, that also helps you with not overspending not over you know it, it helps you to understand the cycles you know because when the highs is high you got to be storing away because it's coming again yes, that's <laughs> you know <right. laughs> and i'm i'm always knowing that you know wow this is a great time of my life but it's going to come to an end because i got to transition somewhere else mm. and each transition has led me to higher highs you know I just don't know when that high is going to come. Yeah. I just know it's coming. <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely. Just, I mean, in the Bible, yeah. we read, uh, you know, where a lot of them were farmers and they needed to store up their wheat in, in um, the, I'm not a farmer. So, you know, the things that store wheat, the sheds,
1: Yeah, uh, yeah the, the sheds,
0: yeah. the cycles and things. And I think, uh, you know, often when we look at our situations now, no obviously you had a different situation because, as you said, you know, every three or so years you had to move and if i think of ha- having to do that i mean my goodness you, you would certainly have to reevaluate a lot of things and as yeah. you say really what is your foundation on and i think if we look in business if we put our foundation you know our success and significance on on what we are achieving who we are our identities what the world tells us i think we'll often be severely disappointed because of the fact that things change all the time yes. but we know that god is ever the same he never changes his promises are true and when we when we base that on our foundation even when things don't work out that the way that we want we're still you know we know we can cling to the promise that tomorrow's another day we just move forward talk a little bit around you know you say that you've learned that god's gifts will make room for us what do you mean about when you say that
1: yes uh for me i'm not a very talented guy uh uh, didn't do well in sports, <laughs> mm. uh, wasn't the best student. I wasn't too crafty with my hands. Yeah. So everything goes back to that 99, 2000 time frame when me and God just had a really, really uh, close relationship. Uh, and I started figuring, trying to figure out what's my purpose? Why am I here for? Mm. And so some of the things that I've learned that was great for me is time management. I try to be on time. Yeah. Uh, I'm a pretty decent steward of my money. Yeah. I'm also a giver. So I enjoy helping others. I enjoy serving. Mm. Uh, so I have taken those gifts just and you know, some people have great gifts, you know, they're creative, they all these things. But I had to find what was my gifts mm. and how did that fit into the body, you know? Yeah. And uh, I have used that. And it has always served me well, mm-hmm. just being on time, being committed to whatever project I um uh, I I commit to, you know. Mm-hmm. So if I say I'm gonna be in it, I try to commit to it. Yeah. And service. Uh those those three things has allowed me to be humble enough to take bottom level jobs mm-hmm. and rise very quick.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Because I don't mind serving. And while I'm serving at the lower level, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. And that has always opened doors for me. And that's why I say about your gifts will make room for you. Some of us think it's, it's maybe your writing abilities or your speaking abilities, or maybe you're artist, mm-hmm. you can sing, dance, uh, whatever that el- those are. There's also some smaller gifts in there that God could use as well. Mm-hmm. And for me, I had to find I was it was hard. I was digging mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz I didn't have all those things that was <laughs> so bright and shiny in my opinion. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I I was not a writer. Uh I didn't really enjoy reading a lot. That was something that was pressed up on me mm. to to get me to where I'm at today mm. uh that was definitely a god thing it was not of my own <laughs> so, yeah but
0: you know i love god English has ships. given
1: us those gifts to bless us you know oh, whatever absolutely. whatever you do well whatever comes naturally to you, He given he's mm-hmm. given us those things yeah. so we can be blessed absolutely and that's what I believe
0: yeah yeah absolutely and you know what I, I, I'm in a very gentle way gonna challenge you on that that you said you didn't have a lot of those gifts I believe each and every one of us has got gifts and strengths that we can impart to others. You know, I remember having a conversation with my my mother. She's uh, nearly 99, and she would often say she was a kindergarten wow. teacher, but she was a stay-at-home mum. She had part-time jobs and things like that. But she would often say to me, even when I was an adult, "Oh, yeah, I don't have very many gifts." But did you know she had the? Even though she liked to talk, she had a level of patience where she could allow someone to talk, even if they had said that. Uh, over and over to her again and again and seem you know interested because she was and I said mum that is a gift in itself because I would have fallen off the chair people could tell that I you know it's kind of (laughs) like you know those you know some people have got those expressions and you just know exactly what they're thinking I said that is a gift some to listen to be that shoulder to talk because that's what she said all I can do is talk and listen and I, I think You know, it's such a great reminder that no matter what gift that we are, everyone is valuable. And in my career, if I put my career coach's hat on, from the person who sweeps the floor to the CEO, if they weren't doing their role on time and and, uh, correctly, then um, the team would just not be able to to function. I think that's a great reminder that no matter where we're placed for the kingdom – Uh, It it is all very important. So thank you for, for sharing that too. Let's talk about God does not disown us because we have made mistakes. Isn't it interesting, James, that even as Christians, we feel sometimes embarrassed to, to pray or approach the throne because we think, oh, I've done that again or I've made that mistake. It's kind of like, <laughs> is there a list somewhere that, you know, God wrote that says, you know, Jesus, you know, our son died for you. My son died for you, but not for these sins. These ones, they're <laughs> unforgets Like, seriously, why do we do that as Christians?
1: No, know it's, it's, it's a very tough, uh, situation. A lot of times it's dealing with, uh, probably your upbringing, mm. uh, how you feel about the church as a whole. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, as human beings, we are very judgmental upon ourselves. Mm. So if we judge ourselves so harshly, we are definitely going to think God is just very displeased with yeah, us, yeah. you know, but I like to look at it through the eyes of my family. Mm. Uh, I I have two boys, a 15-year-old and a 6-year-old. There's not too many things they can do that'll make me disown them. Mm -hmm. I I just can't imagine something that they could do so horrible that I would say, wow, these are not my kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, And even with my wife, I I don't think she could do something that, oh, I don't don't know you no more. You're not my, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So God is a lot greater than that, (laughs) you know. He he loves a whole lot better than I can love. And and when you understand that, that he's not judging you, he's basically trying to get you to be better mm. so you can freely share his love to the world. Yes. And, and that's all he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, through your business, through your career, through your relationships, it's not about being perfect or trying to judge someone else that may not be at the same level you are on. Mm. It's being able to accept who you are as a person, accept his free gift so you can share it with those that are really hurting that doesn't know the hope that we have. Mm-hmm. So it's just a beautiful situation that God has uh, looked up on us as, as, as the jewel of his eye. Mm-hmm. And, and he doesn't think no different no matter yeah. what we do. Oh, so it, it's just a That's blessing. Great.
0: It is absolutely a blessing. It's such a a great reminder for all of us, I think. It can be so easy to judge ourselves and sometimes, and a lot of the time, to judge others. And I think as Christians we're reminded that even Jesus, you know, in so many of the stories that were shared in the Bible, when he approached someone to, not discipline, but to share what the truth was, he did so in love. And there was never real condemnation you know, and who, I mean, he did not sin at all, and, um, you know, for him, to model that to us, I think, is something that we need to continue. And, and I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a joker at times. And so sometimes, you know, with my husband and I or someone will be talking, it'll be like, whoa, you know, it's kind of ducked. And i like, what did you do that for? And it says, oh, you know, as you turn, yeah. that, that log in your eye just about hit me, you know, it's kind of, because in the Bible it says, yeah. you know, don't take the speck out of someone else's eye when you've got a log in your own eye. And oh, it's yeah. a great reminder, isn't it? I think sometimes how we yes. have a conversation with someone Uh, who maybe as you said does not know the hope that we have in in Christ that our attitude and our approach and if we can share the truth in love then that may just be the difference between them opening up you know to have a further conversation uh, or shutting us down if we're very judgmental and I think even with other Christians as well what would you say to someone then that maybe is in a season of their life where they have been um, really down on themselves, and they're carrying around guilt and shame. That uh, yeah, because of things that they may have done in the past or said in the past. What was something maybe a Bible verse that you read that really continued to uplift you, so that you were able to you know go to the throne and just say, Lord, I'm sorry, please forgive me. What are there any verses that uh, that that were really important at that time for you?
1: Well, I was I was brought up heavy in the church Uh so it, it's a lot of things go through my mind all the time but the thing to me is just the love god has for us mm-hmm. you know it's the phrase of scripture of for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son mm-hmm. uh you know if you if people if someone is dealing with the the i guess guilt and shame of life mm-hmm. uh maybe something they have done maybe. Some 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 situations they have been in that they are very uh, displeased with themselves about. The only person that I know that's that you can trust to take care of that situation and still love you unconditionally is God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus is 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 standing by at all times, willing and able to take take you in his arms and love on you just the way you are. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to me uh, when I was in my darkest moment. I found myself at the altar and the the preacher was preaching. He told me in my ear, mm-hmm. you don't have to be ashamed anymore. Mm-hmm. And that changed my entire life because uh, when you grew up in the church, you know the things you probably shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. And then you find yourself doing those things and you just, you know, you beat yourself up day in and day out. Wow, I want to do better, but, uh, you know, and. To have those words whispered in my ear that I do not have to be uh, ashamed any longer was was just the comfort that I needed. Yes. And that's my encouragement, my word I would give to anyone. Mm. Uh, you don't have to be ashamed. You know, you may not have to go out and tell the world everything you've done. No, no. <laughs> you know, that's, that's none of that business. No. But, but you can not have comfort and peace in knowing that God, he would not tell your story. You know he would he would just welcome you with open arms and love on you, and if it comes a time when you decide to share your story, it's fine. you know mm-hmm. I could share any part of my life now it it really doesn't bother me at all mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? so uh it's just to get get yourself out of the out of the doubt of who God loved. I mean, I would say get yourself to believe that God really loves you mm-hmm. uh, triumph for yourself, mm-hmm. taste and see that he's good for yourself and I can guarantee and promise you that you will not be disappointed.
0: Yeah. So, so true. And I think, uh, you know, sometimes it's such a great, well, not sometimes, it's a great reminder for all of us that if we are feeling shame and guilt, it's certainly not coming from God. That's often what the no. enemy does to keep us stuck, to keep us distracted. And even whispering in our ear, you can't go to God with that. He's not going to forgive you for that. Well, that, let's just call BS on that. That is absolute exactly. lie. He will forgive you. If you approach his throne and say, Lord, I'm sorry, please forgive me, um, then, you know, your sins are forgiven. And by the way, do not carry half of that baggage with you again around your life when you leave it at the throne leave it at the throne it is forgiven forgotten and uh, we can certainly move on. James, it's been such an honor speaking with you today. Share a little bit more about the work that you do so that if someone's listening or watching, maybe themselves or they know someone who certainly could uh, reach out and get further support from you, um, how they do that. So what do you do specifically? What do you love to do? And then what's the best way for people to connect with you?
1: Great, Uh, it's been an honor as well. I've really enjoyed uh, being your guest today and what i do at devoted life coaching is uh i call it the Best possible strategy mm-hmm. uh i'm a i'm a life coach but it all boils down to those three steps and i call it the bip mm-hmm. uh first i try to help everyone that i encounter to believe in a person that god has created you to be mm-hmm. so that goes back to having find your purpose uh understanding your uh, your strengths and your weaknesses, and why are you here on Earth? Uh, what what what's the big picture for you? And the second thing is I, which is identifying your strengths and weaknesses. Your strengths and weaknesses. What things are you good at? What things do you enjoy? Mm-hmm. And how to use those in your life, in your career, in your relationships, to better your situation and your quality of life. And the third is the P. is positioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Once you know who you are, you can identify your strengths and weaknesses. Now it's time to position yourself in the right situation that's going to allow you to grow and thrive in life. Uh, And the the great thing about it is it's unique to each and every one of us. So your path will not be the same path as mine. I can't do the same thing you do. But God's promises is the truth. (laughs) He will bless you when you are in the right position. And when you are, when you, where you're supposed to be doing the things you are supposed to be doing, God will bless you. Yes. And that's the, that's the testament, uh, I've had over and over again. Uh, like I say, for me, finding out who I was as a person and being able to put myself in those right paths and right positions, mm. it has served me well over the 18 so years of moving all around the world. Yeah. And that's, that's what I try to do in my business, uh, each and every day to encourage people, to first know who you are, really understand that you are a precious gift and that you have something to offer to the world. Uh, some of us have greater, well, it may seem greater <laughs> than others, but we are all very uh, important in the big picture of things. Mm-hmm. And we all have strengths and weaknesses. So if you are weak in an area, that doesn't make you a bad person. You just need to understand what are your weaknesses and how to use your strengths to keep you moving forward so that's what i do and again my my business is devoted life coaching uh, llc and i could be located um, online at devotedlifecoaching.com or on facebook at devoted life coaching and i do newsletters once a week i do tons of inspirational messages all the time. Mm, (laughs) So a lot of the things I do I almost give it it's it's a free thing. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to at this point uh I had a health scare a year ago and the business that I'm doing now I thought was not uh it wasn't time yet. So Mm -hmm. I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. So I had a health scare that 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 really, really, really shook me and I said, Okay, now's the time. I don't know it was a back issue. So Mm Uh, I'm trying to get everything out of me as possible. (laughs) So I'm constantly just giving, 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 Mm -hmm. giving, giving. God has blessed me. Uh, I know he'll take care of the business part, but at this point in my life, I really have to give. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just a blessing for me to be able to help anyone that's looking to find purpose in their life so they can really enjoy life as God has intended.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, of course, we'll put all of James. Contact details on the show notes: ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork dot forward slash t c e r one two six. James, one of the things I'm doing for all of my guests uh, is just to close the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you as well? Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, great.
0: Father God, thank you for uh, the words that we have been able to hear from James today and uh, really be blessed in re- being reminded of how important it is as we are searching for our identity, especially if, like James's experience, uh, we're going through change, uh, maybe in a, in a role or maybe moving to a different city or even a, a country there can be so much uh, hesitation i guess around that particularly if we're feeling unclear and uncertain about what the future holds so we just want to pray for james and the continued work that he's doing for the clients that he is supporting and for future clients as well and if anyone's hearing uh, the show or or listening or watching the show and can really resonate with that message we just want to extend a prayer. Uh, that they will too get the clarity required and also be reminded that our identity is not in what the world says, it's not in our success, it's not in, in how big we grow our businesses, it really is in who you say that we are uh, and we're reminded that we are your children. Father, we just want to uphold uh, James's uh, family, his children, his wife in our prayers too that uh, they will continue to continue to to support as he's growing his business and uh, we just ask this in uh, the precious name of Jesus amen Amen.
1: thank you so much James for
0: coming on the show and uh, just sharing that message I think there are so many men particularly who have gone through different changes uh, in their lives circumstances that was beyond their control that certainly may be, yeah, you know, doubting what's my identity moving forward? Is this all there is? And as you've said, you know what? (laughs) Better is possible. No matter what situation that you are in, uh, better is possible. And you've certainly shared that with us today, as well as uh, reaching out for people to reach out and connect with you so you can support them through your coaching. So thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneur's Podcast, brought to you by com, Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com.